Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice. Romans chapter 9. I speak the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience confirms it in the Holy Spirit. I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, those of my own race, the people of Israel. Theirs is the adoption as sons. Theirs the divine glory, the covenants, the receiving of the law, the temple worship, and the promises. Theirs are the patriarchs, and from them is traced the human ancestry of Christ, who is God over all, forever praised. Amen. It is not as though God's word had failed, for not all who are descended from Israel are Israel, nor because they are his descendants are they all Abraham's children. On the contrary, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. In other words, it is not the natural children who are God's children, but it is the children of the promise who are regarded as Abraham's offspring. For this was how the promise was stated, At the appointed time I will return, and Sarah will have a son. Not only that, but Rebekah's children had one and the same father, our father Isaac. Yet before the twins were born, or had done anything good or bad, in order that the God's purpose in election might stand, not by works, but by him who calls, she was told, the older will serve the younger. Just as it is written, Jacob I loved, but Esau I hated. What then shall we say? Is God unjust? Not at all. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It does not, therefore, depend on man's desire or effort, but on God's mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. One of you will say to me, Then why does God still blame us? For who resists his will? But who are, who are you, O man, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to him who formed it, Why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for noble purposes and some for common use? What if God, choosing to show his wrath and make his power known, bore with great patience the objects of his wrath, prepared for destruction? What if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy, whom he prepared in advance for glory? Even us, whom he also called, not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles. As he says in Hosea, I will call them my people, who are not my people, and I, call, I will call her my loved one, who is not my loved one. And it will happen that in the very place where it was said to them, You are not my people, they will be called sons of the living God. Isaiah cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of the Israelites be like the sand by the sea, only the remnant will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence on earth with speed and finality. It is just as Isaiah had just as Isaiah said previously, unless the Lord Almighty had left us descendants, we would have become like Sodom, we would have become been like Gomorrah. What then shall we say? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it, a righteousness that is by faith? But Israel who pursued a law of righteousness, 
has not attained it. Why not? Because they pursued it, not by faith, as if it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone, as it is written. See, I lay in Zion a stone that causes men to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Romans chapter 9. So this chapter brings up a lot of um, um, difficult things that, that many people have to grapple with when walking with God. Because God created some people, some beings, to be objects of his destruction. Pharaoh, his heart was hardened as he said no to the request that Moses made to free the Israelites. And his son suffered as a result, and his whole kingdom, which is, which is very, very troubling. You know, as we read this, we think, look, why, why doesn't everyone get the same, same chance to accept the forgiveness of God. But that's um, that's the thing about being God, is that there is, there is no one who can, uh, who can judge God. Um, legitimately. God has created us, and if we are if we've chosen to follow him and trust in his promises, then then we receive the rewards of those promises, the blessings of that. And Christ offers forgiveness to to anyone who has uh, who hears his word. And that makes people stumble because so many people, starting with the uh, the uh, Jews, who were God's chosen people, they have been depending on their own righteousness and the law to save them. But the law can't save. The law can only show show us how far we are from obtaining the perfection that we see uh, demonstrated through the life of Christ. And we need to trust in that stone of stumbling, which is Jesus Christ himself, to have any chance at salvation and share the good news of Christ dying for our sins with those who will listen and some will not listen. Many will not listen and will not follow, but will depend upon their own attempts at goodness or righteousness, or ignoring uh, that there even is anything supernatural at all. Thank you for listening to The Voice.